I remember that one of the craziest things I did for love was that I brought a bike, yes, as in a bicycle, halfway around the world with me on the flight through changing flights to someone who had already broken up with me. I brought it in the hopes that me as the hero bringing it would win this person back. Pero obviously, hindi nangyari. And actually, looking back at it now, thankfully, hindi nangyari. I'd like to tell myself back then na ang tanga-tanga mo for doing that. But then again now, I think about it and laugh at myself. And thankfully, hindi ko na inulit yung katangahang yun. And now, fast forward to me being 40, looking back at all the crazy things, all the mistakes I did for love, I realized that I learned most of the biggest lessons in love in my 20s. So that is what I'd like to share with you here in this episode. Hello, supers! This is Paano Bato the Podcast, created and hosted by me, Bianca Gonzalez, produced under Anima Podcasts. How apt that this episode is actually episode number 214. Yes, as in February 14. And yeah, in this solo episode, I would like to share with you the love lessons that I learned in my teens in my 20s from four long-term relationships and four devastating breakups before I guess I finally found the one when I was 30 years old or a bit before that. So yeah, 10 lessons, 10 things that love taught me by the age 30. Let's get right to it. Just to be clear, the love lessons I am about to share here are for those who are in the dating stage, the getting to know you stage with someone, someone who is single, still searching for someone to be with, or someone looking to take their relationship to the next level. I'd say that the lessons in love I learned in between being 31 when I got engaged to now are very, very different because they're in the context of marriage. So these lessons, medyo mas chill naman siya in terms of, I guess, lalim sa isang relasyon kasi syempre iba na kapag kasal ka. So yeah, these are the lessons safe to say that I learned by the time I was 30 and about to settle down. So lesson number one, and this is so important, Hindi ka kulangan sa tao ang walang love life. It doesn't make you less of a person if you have no love life. I 100% understand how it feels when you're single and you know you're questioning if anyone will ever love you or if you're worth loving. I definitely felt that too during times I was single, times that I was heartbroken. But if there's anything I learned through seasons of being in relationships, and being broken up with, and being single, it's that, that I am not less of a person just because I'm single. I'm still me. So yes, please don't think that your worth as a person is dependent on you having a love life. Diba? Wag na wag mo isipin na kabawasan sa halaga mo bilang tao pag single ka. For sure, being in love or having someone to love is... um 
added inspiration diba, in your daily life. But it's not the key to happiness either. Especially now that women uh, were given more freedom to choose to be single, to choose not to get married, to choose to focus on our careers, diba? Yes, may counting judgment pa rin, but definitely now it's way more accepted than it was 10, 15 years ago. And yes, most importantly, having a love life does not complete a person. Pwede kang maging buo kahit wala kang karelasyon. And actually, dapat naman or ideally buo ka talaga bago pumasok sa isang relasyon. Love lesson number two. Ah, this one. Wow. Okay, I guess this applies to me when I was super super young, super super nene, but the lesson is if your world revolves entirely around your partner, it won't turn out well. This lesson I learned at a time that I was super young, super in love, and I didn't know any better. So, so much of my day revolved around him. What time I'd do my schoolwork, how fast I'd eat my dinner para makapag-usap na kami, if I would see my friends at all, kasi syempre, kikitain ko siya. Parang everything else was second, third, fourth, fifth sa priority list. He was always the first. Mali pala <laughs> Dapat, sarili mo ang priority mo. Dapat, nakaka-survive ka pa rin. Dapat, nakaka-function ka pa rin day-to-day. Dapat, may dreams ka pa rin for yourself, with or without him in the picture. And I guess, your partner should serve as your inspiration. Hindi siya distraction, as my mom would always say. For this next lesson, a bit of a, a trigger warning, and this is gonna get uh, serious. Lesson number three, abuse is wrong and should never be tolerated. So again, rewind, I was so young. We both had no idea how relationships would go. And when we were happy, we were extremely happy and on a high, diba? Kapag good terms. But it was so miserable. It was so hurtful when we were arguing. When we'd fight, um, you'd almost think na eksena sa pelikula. Sa tindi ng sigawan, iyakan, linyahan. And he would just shout the worst things at me. And then ako, I'd just cry. I'd shout back. And there would be times that our fights would really escalate and we'd really get heated arguments. And then one day, and we were just a few months into our relationship at this time. One day, he hit me. And I remember how he pushed me here by my shoulders with both his hands. Tapos I fell back to the ground. And parang I was in disbelief na, how could someone who loves me do that? I remember also that when we were talking after that and he was apologizing, you know, saying sorry, super making lambing, he said that he just did it out of love for me. And young me, of course, I believed it. So eventually, and you know where this goes, we did fix things and we did make up and we stayed together. And the cycle of being happy and in love and then fighting and hitting just happened again and again and again. And at that time, uh, I chose to stay blind to the fact that I should get out. So fast forward, thankfully, after over a year of this, 
yes, I stayed blind to it for a year. With the help of my friends who were constantly there for me. I woke up, quote-unquote woke up, and after the nth time that he broke up with me, I said, okay, let's break up. And then I didn't try to fix things. I'd always try to fix things. And this time, I really walked away. So it was a very, very, very bad breakup. It was hard, and kinaya ko naman. And looking back, diba, in hindsight, that was so difficult. But my life would have been more difficult if I stayed, if I did not choose better for myself. And now that I'm much older, knowing what I know now, through going through therapy, through reading so many articles by psychologists, through interviewing psychologists, I now know that the reason some of us get drawn to people who don't treat us well is because it's something we experienced growing up. So I grew up in an environment where my parents would fight, always fight. And so that was what was familiar to me. I never saw my dad physically hit my mom. I'm very clear about that. But the fighting, the I guess the hostility was a very familiar feeling. And so psychologists say that we're drawn to that when it's the type of love that we see growing up. If it's the type of love that we were exposed to between two people who love each other, right? So to anyone listening to this who might be going through something similar, it's hard. It's so hard. But I assure you, you can choose better for yourself because again, abuse is wrong and should not be tolerated. Lesson number four, and this one will lighten things up a bit. Lesson number three was just so important to say. Lesson number four, you can't change yourself only because you think that would make him love you. You change you for you and you alone. I, there was a time when I was younger that I really was in a phase. I liked going out with my friends. I liked going out of town. I liked staying out till late. I would like meeting circles out of my own. And at that time, I was in a relationship with someone who was a homebody. So I somehow convinced myself na at that time, lola na ako kapag magde-decline ako ng invite by friends. And thinking about it now, lola in my 20s, really? Paano? So when eventually that relationship didn't work out, I realized that we should never change who we are into something na hindi totoong tayo. Diba? Girls, never change who you are into something that's not really you. Thinking that it will make the person stay in love with you or love you more. Diba? Never lie to yourself just to make your guy like you or love you or stay with you. Um, I've learned definitely that putting up a front will only end in disappointment and bigger heartbreak later on. Of course, iba yung pakikisama, di ba? Iba yung trying a different kind of lifestyle to see how it fits you. Yun, okay lang yun eh. Um, this is, of course, talking about totally changing who you are just for another person. Iba din naman yung changing bad traits for the better. Obviously, yun, okay lang. So, I guess the short of it is, wag nang magpakitang tao. Ipakita mo kung sino ka talaga. And seeing what I see now, not just with myself but with friends, pwede rin namang magkaiba ng lifestyle or trip ang 
dalawang tao na nasa isang relasyon, di ba? It's really more of how you fit into each other's lives, how you complement each other, how you communicate despite the differences, di ba? So, yeah, that's fair warning that just because you change yourself into something you think he will like doesn't mean he'll stay. So, yeah, you change you for you alone. Okay, lesson number five. And inversely to what I said earlier, you can't force someone else to change. They change for them. We see it kasi in movies na, example, there's this playboy or arrogant or walang pakialam na guy who suddenly meets this girl and he changes for the better, diba? That's the exception, not the norm. And I mean, I speak for myself, but I feel that a lot of us girls, we like to think that we can be that game changer. But I realized through many heartbreaks that a man should want to change for himself and not for me, not for the partner. Because if that's the case, it's not, it's not real. It's not lasting change. I'm not saying it can't happen because it can naman. But again, more often than not, the change won't be genuine if it doesn't come from him. But taking a few steps back to this change him mindset that I used to have, honestly, I realized that you can't like only one side of your partner. You can't like na, ito gusto ko, pero ito hindi ko gusto, diba? You have to take them or accept them for the good and the not so good. Which is also the beauty of that getting to know you process in a relationship, diba? You get to know each other first. And if something between the two of you is not working, you can still part ways. Um, which is admittedly tougher when you're married, especially in a country like the Philippines, diba? Yeah, so that's, I guess, part of love. Accepting the person wholeheartedly. Um, improvements in little increments are definitely doable for sure, diba? For example, lagi siyang late. Yun, you can adjust things like that. Or, mahilig siya maglasing, kanyan. Siyempre, you can adjust things like that. Pero kapag he's not a man of his word, or kapag alcoholic na and it's a problem, iba yun. And those are the type of changes that you cannot enforce on another person. You can lead them that way, pero they really have to want to change for themselves, diba? If there's something about the core of your partner's personality that you want changed, Yun. That's more difficult. Love lesson number six. If your partner is a reason for you to start lying to your friends and family, that's a sign that he is bad for you. And to add to that, if your partner is the reason for you to go so far as asking your friends to lie for you, oh my, please spare yourself. This is not the person for you. I speak from experience because when I was younger and more quote-unquote stupid. No, not quote-unquote. Talagang eng-eng. I went through that. I asked friends to lie for me and I would also lie to them. And now thinking about it, it makes me feel terrible that I did that. Diba? Lies for whatever reason. May tinatago ka, may something na ayaw mong malaman nila. If it's making you start lying to people who were there for you before you even met your partner, then you have to rethink 
this relationship. Love lesson number seven. And ito, <laughs> bato-bato sa langit, tamaan, wag magalit. And isa ako sa natamaan ng batong to. But one painful lesson I've learned is staying close to your ex's family won't bring him back. Ang mali ko nun, akala ko na kung mahal ako ng pamilya niya, pati mga friends niya, I can win him back. Mamahalin ulit niya ako. Kasi nga, the friends love me. The family loves me, di ba? Very wrong. Very, very wrong. And super pinahirapan ko lang sarili ko na umasa. Um, don't get me wrong, of course, it's wonderful if you stay in good terms with your ex's family and your ex's friends. But if your other motive to staying close to them is for you to get back together, yun, you're setting yourself up for heartbreak. Yeah, lesson number seven was short but very important. Lesson number eight in love. Someone who is not willing to tell you the truth or fight for you is not worth it. I know that maybe some people won't agree with this, and I see why, but let me explain. My mindset, and I remember realizing this in my late 20s, before I had gotten engaged. Why would you want to be with someone who doesn't have the guts to be your partner? If wala siyang guts to be with you, why would you want to be with him, I guess, is the short of it. Or if he can't even tell you the truth about why he really broke up with you because he wants to save face or he doesn't want to seem like an asshole. Diba? Why would you want to be with someone like that? If he won't fight for you when you clearly want to fight for him, why would you want to be with him? Diba? Kasi paano na when things get more difficult and hindi niya kayanin? Paano ka na? And again, I learned this through the breakups I've been through and those... My friends have also been through, and I guess the plot twist for me is that I often felt na, even from high school, college, working, hindi talaga ako ligawin. Di ba may mga babaeng ligawin, may babaeng hindi. Ako, I always felt na hindi ako ligawin. And I often heard from friends, from guys, that guys are intimidated with me, and that's why they won't approach me, or won't go for me, won't talk to me, or whatever. And a shift happened when I realized Oh nga naman, why would I want to be with someone who didn't even have the balls to even just pursue me? So, eventually, luckily, thankfully, I met someone who did have the balls to pursue me. And proved himself to be someone who will tell me the truth, even when it's hard. And someone who is there to fight for me and with me. Diba? Yun ang taong deserve ang love mo. Yung nanjan kahit my times na challenging. Kasi in love, and eventually, in marriage, if it's something you're looking to eventually, there will be a lot of challenges. So, dapat, for long-term relationships, especially, choose someone who is worth it. Who will stand by you, who will fight for you. Sana all, diba? Yeah, I know. I knew you were gonna say that. Okay, love lesson number nine. And this one, a lot of you may not agree with it. So I'd like to know what you think. Love lesson number nine. Ang closure ay isang construct. So I also used to think that each relationship has to have that big talk for both of you to have proper closure. 
But through several heartbreaks na iniwan ako, nawala na akong kausap para sa closure talk na to, I discovered na hindi eh. Hindi kailangan because you can give peace to yourself. Hindi kailangan yung partner mo yung magbigay ng closure kasi mabibigay mo yung peace of mind sa sarili mo. Mahirap. Sobra. Pero posible. And I found that it's a huge help if you get to cut communication with each other. Yung hindi na kayo magkikita, hindi kayo magte-text, iwas ka muna to look at his posts or profile on social media. Kasi minsan, if you stay in contact with each other, it's possible that that gets your hopes up, that you fix things. Kasi okay kayo eh, di ba? And it gives you that longing or that what if in your head. But you broke up for a reason, di ba? And it's important to keep sight of that reason. So have the mindset that things are over. Yes, masakit. Pero kung kailangan magawin, kailangan magawin eh, di ba? Ika nga ni Angelica Panganiban in a Paano Ba to interview I did with her way back in 2017. So the episode was titled, Paano Ba Mag-Move On? Very basic. A question we have all had. So I love this episode. One of my all-time faves. So you can search for this on YouTube. Just type, Paano Ba to Angelica Panganiban? And in this episode, she said, Inisip ko na talagang ganun eh. Uh, hindi right. talaga kayo para sa isa't isa. Kailangan mo yung tanggapin. Huwag mong ipilit sa sarili mo na baka may hope. Nag-start ako dun sa acceptance na wala na. Wala na talaga. Acceptance. Yes. Mismo. Believe that you will be better off moving on in your life. And believe it because it's true. You will be better off. And take note, ha, you will be better off not because sobra siyang samang tao. Although minsan, masama talaga sila, di ba? Pero minsan talagang sadyang hindi lang kayo para sa isa't isa, di ba? So, yes, closure. You can give it to yourself. It's so painful. It will take time. But it will happen. And that brings us to our lesson number 10, our last love lesson on this list that 30-year-old Bianca would like to share with you from all her kagagahans in love and life. Um, lesson number 10 is, I guess it answers a question that I still get to this day on paano ba to. The love lesson is, hindi ka handang magmahal kung hindi ka handang masaktan. This was actually in the first ever YouTube episode of Paano ba to? where I guessed my husband. We recorded that episode, siguro we were married mga over two years pa lang. And we, it was about someone na takot magmahal kasi nasakta na dati. And for sure, it's traumatizing when you get hurt because of love. But for me, mas malaking mawawala if you stop yourself from falling in love or trying to love again. Love will hurt. There is no love that doesn't hurt. And again, iba naman yung sinasaktan ka, literally. And please refer to lesson number three earlier that I've shared. But even now, being married for over nine years, there are still days that we do or say things that hurt each other. But as a married couple, we work through our differences, we apologize when we're at fault, and I'd like to think that we take note of what hurts each other para we try not to do it again. So yes, hindi ka handang magmahal kung hindi ka handang masaktan. Pero paano mo malalaman kung um, worth it yung sugal mong masaktan? Diba? Like I mentioned earlier, 
at 30 and all these life less all these love lessons I learned by the time that I was 30. So when I was 30, that was um of course a while back. In 2013, I was 30. I was pretty much sure by then that my husband now was who I wanted to grow old with. He proposed nung 31 na ako in 2014, but at 30, around that time, siguro we were boyfriend-girlfriend for three-ish years, almost three years. I knew na siya na, short of it. And I knew because, based on my experience... You know someone you love is right for you when that person makes you a better person, supports you in your dreams, listens to you, and takes into consideration the things that are important to you, accepts you for your good and your bad side, is someone who gets along with the people important to you, and is someone who makes you feel safe, secure, and seen. So I hope that everyone listening to this finds or has found the kind of love that you want and deserve because despite the heartaches and the challenges, I really believe that love will always be worth it. So that is it for this episode. I hope that I made sense in this episode sharing the 10 love lessons that alam mo, I wish I knew this in my 20s or even my teens to probably save myself from a lot of heartache. But like I said, for me, love will always be worth it. There will always be lessons that will help us improve and I guess bring us closer to being the right partner for when we eventually find the right one. I would really love to hear what you think about this episode. If you want to challenge any of the love lessons that I shared, please share it with me. If you want to add to this list, please share it with me as well. Or if super relate ka sa any of these 10 lessons, please do tag me at IamSuperBianca on Instagram, Instagram Stories, and Twitter. And in case you aren't yet, please do follow Paano ba to on Instagram and tag us as well. If you like this episode, welcome! Welcome to Paano Bato the Podcast. Um, please do click the follow button and the bell button so that you're notified every time we have a new episode. Although new episodes drop every Monday for that Monday motivation. And if you did like this, please give me a 5-star rating. Give us a 5-star rating. And also, if you are a solid super and would like to be part of our community, Please do uh, search for Paano Bato Super Group, our private Facebook group. And I do know a lot of your applications have been on hold. I am on that. Very, very soon, we will um, approve those requests. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me in this episode. In love man o hindi, maraming salamat for listening. This is Paano Bato the podcast, created and hosted by me, Bianca Gonzalez, produced under Anima Podcasts. Till our next episode, stay super, supers.